It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> Okie dokie, this is me. This is Pinky the Pig, and it's time for our show. Thank you for listening to the Pinky the Pig podcast show, where you can listen, laugh, and learn with an oink and a moo. And we know the universe is listening and planet Earth. And I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How is darling Pinky today? I'm great. And how is darling Mildred today? I'm great. So what's going on? Well, John, you know, John and Susan. Right. Farmer Tommy and Lady Lynette's friends. They live in the desert, right? Yeah. Well, John, he is writing a book. He is? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, he's writing a book. He's talked about doing it for a long time, but he actually started it. Do you know what it's about? Well, I'm sure it's going to be about life and kindness and philosophy and learning lessons, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff about building houses and fixing cars and inventing stuff. You know, he's an inventor. Right. I knew that. Yeah. So that's awesome. He's writing a book. I know. Where where was the first book, Mildred? Well, the book goes back, the humble, the history of the humble book. Well, it actually goes back to 3500 BC into land, an ancient land called Mesopotamia. Mm. And it is believed that it was there in 3500 BC that man created the first symbols of the earliest known written system in the world. Just symbols. Right. And what they would do is they would make these clay slabs. Clay slabs. I know what clay is. Right. And what what's clay? Well, that, that, that's natural in the earth. It's, it's wet when you find it, and it's sticky, and it's kind of stiff, but it's, it's like smooth, and it comes in different colors. Right. It can be yellow, red, bluish gray. Yeah, and then what happens is you can draw on it. You can make marks in it when it's wet, and then when it dries, it stays there. Absolutely. And that's what they did. And they would actually even bake it to preserve the symbols that they put. They would make like clay slabs, small clay slabs. Yeah, I can picture it. Okay. So they they would have these clay slabs with the symbols and they would communicate and they would put down their information and keep track of things. And then in 2400 BC, they found a plant called the papyrus plant. It grew in the swamp like a tall with the tall reeds. And they found in the center of the reed, there in the stem, there was like this material inside. And it was kind of like what today's paper is. And they would take it and cut it and glue it and press it together. And then actually it was the Egyptians first and then the Greeks and the Romans. And they would, they all learned this technique of, getting the inside of the plant and gluing it and pressing it together and making a paper type. And then they could draw on that. And then they would glue the 
papyrus papers together side by side by side by side by side and have a long horizontal, like a scroll. Yeah, scroll. And then they would, they could write across long ways, sideways, and then they would, they would roll it up and have long tubes of this papyrus paper with words on it. Yeah. And then in 400 BC, um, man found something called parchment. Parchment. Yeah, that comes from animal skins. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right, and they would take the skins from the cows and the sheep and the goats, and then they would tan it down and make fine paper-like material parchment that they could draw, they could write on. Yeah. And they they developed this uh, fine quality substance of parchment. They called it ve- vellum. Vellum. They were decorated with gold and silver, very ornate. Okay. And then in 200 BC, the Romans and the Greeks, they developed what they did. They took blocks of wood and they put wax over them. And then they would draw on the wax. And then they would have this all together and they would um, take the boards and tie them together, one on top of the other, on top of the other, and that kind of replaced the scroll, the long scroll side by side. And this was the earliest form of the book. And it drew on the wax attached to the wood. Right, and it was also like an etch-a-sketch. They could like smooth it out and reuse them. Yeah, etch-a-sketch, we have one of those, they're cool. Right. And then by 105 AD, man created a true paper, which is similar to today's because it came from wood, berries and bark and and wood, and they would chop it up and get it all fine, and they would push it. They would have water and push it through the screens, and then it would leave this residue, and then they would collect that and press it, and that's how they made the earliest forms of paper. And then they would, you know, stack them together and put cords. And it was the earliest paper book form. Wow. And then by 870 AD, they learned how to print because what they would do, they would take the wood and actually carve into the wood. And then they would get ink that they would make from plants and such. They would put it on the carved impressions on the wood, and then they would put the paper there, and they learned how to print. Then they could make multiple copies of the same information. Yeah, it's all a process. It wasn't even all that long ago when you think about it, right? And then they learned how to put the books together. You know, they bound. They use the, it's called binding. Yeah. I mean, nowadays there's like 12 different ways that you can bind the pages of a book together. So depending on the documents, you know, some are more durable than others and you fold the paper and there's a whole different process for what what your finished product is looking for. Yeah, that's how the books are now. And then there's the other books that aren't even books at all. They're just visual words. Right, the e-books. Yeah, that's cool. You still use your imagination. It's not like you're just sitting in front of a screen watching the whole thing. 
Right, reading is fabulous. Yeah, reading is fabulous. Yeah, so John's going to write a book. Oh, that's cool. Emily, what about a bookworm? What's a bookworm? Well, actually, sometimes when a book's been around a long time, little insects can get in there, little worm-type insects. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about somebody that reads all the time. They're called a bookworm. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. Nor do I. All right, Pinky, well, let's have some quotes here about books. This first one comes from J.K. Rowling. Oh, yeah, she, that's just not her real name. That's her pen name. That's the lady that wrote all the Harry Potter books. Correct. And she said, I do believe something very magical can happen when you read a good book. Yeah. And this next one comes from Lucy Mangan. And she says, you simply never know what a child is going to find in a book. Yeah. And Ernest Hemingway said, there is no friend as loyal as a book. Mm, that makes you think. Yes. Here's an anonymous one. And one day the girl with the books became the woman writing them. Here you go. And here's one more by Vera Nazarian. Vera says, Whenever you read a good book, somewhere in the world, a door opens to allow in more light. Yeah, books are very inspiring. And I'm sure John is going to inspire millions of people with his new book. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that was fun. Thank you, Mildred. Talk to you tomorrow, okay? Okay. I love you. I love you.